Welcome to the Empower Solve Protect podcast, hosted by David Levine, founder and CEO of Go West IT, the cybersecurity obsessed managed service provider. The Empower Solve Protect podcast explores digital transformation strategies and the journeys of successful entrepreneurs and business leaders. All right, so I want to give a quick shout out to Cliff and Josh, who helped with the music on our intro there, and also Phil and his silky smooth voice on the intro. And I'm so pleased to to introduce today Amanda Moriucci, the CEO of Appet. Uh, she runs an award-winning custom development uh, shop. They are the developers of the My Colorado app, the Bridger Aerospace Firetrack app, and just a, a long list of accolades and awards. Among those are the, the Clutch Top 1000 Global Companies. She's an Inc. Power Partner, uh, Colorado Companies to Watch Business, and also uh, Deborah Business Journal has recognized Appet as one of the best places to work. So, Amanda, thank you so much. I'm honored that you'd even take the time to, to talk with us today, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Thanks for having me, David. I'm so happy to be here. Great. Um, hey, can we get started by you just kind of telling me how you got here? You're the CEO of a wildly successful company. Uh, I'm sure there's a journey involved. Tell, tell me a little bit about how you got here. <laughs> yeah, there's always a journey involved, <laughs> I feel like. Um, yeah, so I've been in technology for um, the bulk of my career now. Um, I, uh, I was brought over to technology by my original uh, manager. She's a mentor of mine, changed my life. Um, that, by the way, is why I'm so passionate about mentorship. Um, and for, you know, some, some I guess, older executives or leaders, you know, just how important it is to be, um, to be helping your junior team members move through their career, because you really have no idea what that impact is going to yield years or years down the line. So, um, full credit to my uh, original manager, Natasha Gandhi. She really put me on this path and it's been amazing ever since. So I joined Appit in 2017. I came on as the VP of sales and uh, the founder at the time was looking for someone to help grow his business as he was transitioning to a product company. And um, I was quickly promoted to CEO. I was promoted, I think, in August of 2018. And then I had my son in December of 2018. And then I, uh, I bought the company in June of 2019. So I did all the things they tell you not to do, um, especially with an infant. I cashed everything out. Um, laid it all out on the line, bought Appet, and now here we are a few years later cruising. So that's fantastic. So I love how I asked you to talk about how you got here, and the first thing you did was talk about other people, other people who helped you along the way. Uh, so very interesting. I have a similar experience in terms of getting businesses started. Um, I decided to go out on my own and start a business. Uh, right when my first son was born. I also convinced my wife to become an entrepreneur at the same time. So, uh, you know, that that leads to a crazy start and uh, also lots of fun. I, I wouldn't change a thing for sure. So Yeah, I, I tell you what, kids have a way of motivating you. <laughs> don't they? Don't they? For sure. Thank so thank you very much for talking about that. I, 
I find that today the word digital transformation is thrown a lot around a lot by particularly technology people. And that word has worked itself into the vernacular of other business leaders. But when I talk to people about what is digital transformation, the answers vary widely. It means different things to different people. Um, can you can you tell me a little bit about what digital transformation means to you? And if it's if it's multiple things, that's fine. But uh, tell me how you you kind of wrap your head around that word or that phrase. Yeah, yeah, I love it. so. How I think about it is digital transformation has become an industry buzzword, right? And on my team, we talk a lot about we don't use buzzwords because, first of all, there's a spectrum um, with most most buzzwords um, and what somebody uh, means when they say digital transformation is not what I'm hearing, right? So there's like an immediate shot of misunderstanding. So we actually uh, try really hard to not say digital transformation for that very reason, because it's ripe for misunderstanding and miscommunication. Um, but from my perspective, digital transformation truly is on a spectrum. So in my mind, all digital transformation means is using technology intelligently to make something better in your business. That's all it is. And really, you know, I, I think I tend to be a bit more skeptical of the folks that are pitching like revolution versus evolution, right? So I really like to use technology to just make small tweaks and test it out and see if the result comes in rather than scrapping everything all at once, starting all brand new. And there's a ton of energy around that, but you really have no data into what worked or what didn't. And so you're almost succeeding blindly or worse, failing blindly, because at least if you're failing, you want to pull insights into why something didn't work. But if you changed everything all at once, you have no real data points that you can tie back to what you did before. That's why I prefer evolution over revolution. Um, and digital transformation can be done elegantly if you're just like picking little things that we can upgrade over time. I I love that answer, Amanda. Absolutely love it. And you hit on something that I suspected you would, and we didn't have this conversation ahead of time, but that phrase creates confusion. And I think as business leaders, we seek clarity. And so the second someone says something that doesn't really have a universal shared meaning that just that almost requires some follow-up questions tell me what you mean by that and that's one of the reasons i ask people this question because it means so many different things that it allows for a, a conversation about what are we really talking about you know um and i i love the thoughts around uh, uh evolution versus revolution too evolution is uh not only i think more productive but yeah. it's also a lot less scary so uh, it, it allows people to move forward. Um, and, you know, we're all trying to move forward. We're all trying to push the boundaries and and be better and do better for our customers and uh, make a better life for all of our people and our customers, people. And and getting people to move sometimes is about taking some of the fear out of what's in front of them, certainly some of the unknown. So that that clarity conversation is really big. Absolutely. And I love what you said, David, about as leaders, we just need to have clarity on the path we're going to take. It's the same thing I say in, in kind of my more vulnerable moments or just when it's me, I'm like, God, if someone would just 
shine a light on the path that I need to go down. I will run as fast as possible down that path. I just need the light, right? And I think that confidence as a leader to know that I'm taking the right path, I think that's what any business leader wants is just that clarity and that confidence and the execution is easy peasy after that. Yeah. So would you equate that shining the light down the path? Is that kind of talking about the why you're going someplace? Um, and then obviously showing them which way to go. So the the light shining down the path is, is a little bit why and a little bit this is the way. Absolutely. This is the way. And also, you know, our market, you know, I hate to be the person that keeps talking about COVID, right? Because I think all of us want to forget that that ever happened. But, you know, we went through a blunder of massive change in essentially overnight, right? And I feel like the rug was ripped out from all of us collectively and we all stumbled and then we were stunned for a minute. And then we slowly tried to crawl our way out of it in our own unique way. And we're still there. I mean, if you reflect back on the past three years, how much change we've experienced personally, professionally, financially, the marketplaces. And I think when you have that amount of change, finding confidence and clarity is it's I think you're cutting edge, like the thing that makes you succeed. Um, and so being able to find your footing in still, I mean, it's not as chaotic as it was, but it's still pretty chaotic these days. Yeah, I agree. I've had conversations too with uh, what the what gift we've been given by going through that rapid change. I think in the same way, maybe that the greatest generation was such a, an instrumental part of how, what America is today. There's going to be a generation of people who live through COVID. There's going to be multiple generations, right? So we've got young people uh, yeah. who were coming up through COVID. We've got, you know, people in their in the early part of their lives establishing careers and all that shifted around pretty dramatically. Certainly, businesses um, and everybody had different experiences. And uh, there's going to be a generation though of people who learned a lot from those experiences that'll form how they move forward. Um, yeah. Certainly, a lot of confusion. Uh, a lot of lack of clarity. And so to bring it full circle, I think you're right. Helping people with clarity, which sometimes is simplification or or just uh, bringing something down to its essence, really has so much value these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. I fully agree. Yeah, great. So listen, tell me tell me something, you know, we talked a little bit about your how you got started and your journey recently and and uh, important things in leadership. If there was one thing that you uh, know now that you wish you had known before you were a CEO or before you were running a business, what do you think that would be? Goodness, I was just meeting with uh, my inner circle of executives yesterday and we were talking about this very thing and we were joking about how you know, had you known at the outset that it was going to be this challenging, would you ever have done it? And we were joking that we probably wouldn't, right? And I think that I had shared with a, a dear friend of mine that I think that's why entrepreneurship is a sacred journey, because you step into something without knowing the full body of what you're going to encounter. And during your path, as you're climbing your own respective mountain, um, you encounter challenges and opportunities and moments where you're like, what did I do, right? Or do I really want to do this anymore? Or 
what could I have been thinking, you know, um, and you come across things that you never thought you would see, right? Like I joke around about how I saw a, a meme one time that said adulthood is like looking both ways before you cross the street and then getting hit by an airplane. And <laughs> that's like entrepreneurship, right? Like you look both ways, you do your best to prepare <laughs> and then you get hit by an airplane. And it, it, I think that's what makes it so sacred is I, I'm glad at the time that I didn't know how challenging this journey would be because I would not have had the guts to do what I've done had I known, right? But the secret is, is you do have the guts. And when you go through the refining fire of entrepreneurship, it burns away the jagged parts of your ego and then when you finally reach the other side or you reach your summit and you're rewarded with with whatever outcome comes your way um that money or whatever will magnify what's in your heart and that goodness hopefully will ripple out uh to your greater community and that's why i think that entrepreneurship is sacred because you have to have the courage to step into it and you have to have the fortitude to stick with it. And then when you're, um, when you come out the other side and you're refined and you have, you know, your liquidity event or you you build a legacy business that you pass on to those that you love, um, that goodness continues to ripple out and the positive impact is immeasurable, right? A lot like, you know, starting with my manager who helped get me into this industry in the first place. I can guarantee you she had no idea the impact that that would have, you know, 20 years later. Um, but it it's I think that's what's beautiful about this whole journey is I didn't know a tiny fraction of what I know now. And I wouldn't change any of it for the world, despite everything we've gone through. So yeah. that's so well said. I almost don't even want to ask a follow up question. That was so <laughs> eloquent the way you framed that. So I, I do. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that first step off and then not turning back. I have found myself wondering sometimes why in the moment of something that seemed pretty big or dramatic at the time, did I just press through? And it it, it often felt like there was no choice but to press forward. But if I, if I press and think a little bit about why did I just press through, I think it every single time comes down to people. Um, sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's the it's it's team members, employees. Sometimes it's customers or their people or or the customers of our customers. It seems to be that that's the driving force when those walls get hit. You realize there's people involved here, and that and it it makes that moving forward very easy, despite the the very challenging time. Uh, but none of that happens unless you unless you step off that first curb and and hopefully don't get hit by the airplane on day one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give it at least until day three. Um, so right. you're, oh, I'm, I'm at least halfway there. But I love what you said too, David, is you had mentioned earlier, you have to have your why, right? And um, I, uh, basically anyone who who has watched uh, TED Talks or anything, like you know Simon Sinek and he talks about start with why. It's okay if your why evolves. And I think that's what happens is as your business evolves, so do you as a person. And what drives you and gets you up in the morning um, evolves over time. And that's intended and I think uh, meant 
to happen. Um, For me, it's always been people too. It's always been my family or my team or my customers. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Did you show up and do your best and leave a trail of positive impact? And if you can answer that as yes, then you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, that's so great. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to, I, I enjoyed this conversation. Uh, you and I have talked before, so I know that we could go on for a very long time back and forth uh, and feed off of each other. I so enjoy it. I really appreciate you spending the time. For everybody who's watching this, I'm going to encourage you, if you have any questions about custom app development, you must stop and go watch Amanda's video on how to buy custom software. And that's at uh, appitventures.com, A-P-P-I-T ventures.com. It, it is phenomenal. Uh, regardless of who you choose to build your app, it's very yeah. valuable information. And, and you'll see some of the things that Amanda's talked about uh, come through in that video. So, Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Wish you the very best. Have a great weekend. We're heading into a weekend, and uh, I know you'll have a successful year. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Fred. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Empower, Solve, Protect, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. The Empower, Solve, Protect podcast is sponsored by Go West IT the cybersecurity-obsessed managed service provider.